Hello, I'm Father Joe Roche of the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Thank you for joining us as we continue with our year-long journey reading the diary of St. Maria Faustina Kowalska from beginning to end. Today we take up from where we left off, beginning with diary entry number 1610. When I asked the Lord to be so good as to cast a glance upon a certain soul, probably Father Sopochko, who was struggling alone against many difficulties, the Lord gave me to know, in an instant, that all people are as dust under his feet. So do not worry. You see that they cannot do a thing of themselves. And if I allow them to seem to triumph, I do this for the sake of my impenetrable decrees. I experienced great peace in seeing how all things are determined by the Lord. When the chaplain, Father Theodore, brings me the Lord Jesus, there are moments when I am pervaded with a very vivid presence of God, and the Lord gives me to know his holiness. At such times, I see the smallest speck on my soul, and I would like to purify my soul before every Holy Communion. When I asked the confessor, he said that there was no need to confess before every Holy Communion. Holy Communion takes away these tiny things, and it is a temptation to think about confession when receiving Holy Communion. I did not go on to explain the condition of my soul in any greater detail, because he was not my director, but the confessor. This knowledge does not take up my time, because it is faster than lightning. It enkindles my love, leaving me with a knowledge of myself. February 20th, 1938. Today the Lord said to me, I have need of your sufferings to rescue souls. O my Jesus, do with me as you please. I did not have the courage to ask the Lord Jesus for greater sufferings because I had suffered so much the night before that I would not have been able to bear a drop more than what Jesus himself gave me. Almost all night I had such violent pains that it seemed all my intestines were torn to pieces. I threw up the medicine I had taken. When I bowed my head down to the ground, I lost consciousness, and I stayed like that for some time with my head on the floor. When I came to, I became aware that my whole body was pressing on my head and face and that I was covered with vomit. I thought it would be the end of me. Dear Mother Superior, Irene, and Sister Tarsicia were trying to help me as best they could. Jesus demanded suffering, but not death. O my Jesus, do with me as you please. Only give me strength to suffer. Since your strength supports me, I shall bear everything. O souls, how I love you. Today, one of the sisters, probably Sister Amelia, came to see me and said, Sister, I have a strange feeling as though something were telling me to come to you and commend to you certain problems of mine before you die, and that perhaps you will be able to beseech the Lord Jesus and arrange these things for me. 
Something keeps telling me that you will be able to obtain this for me. I answered her with equal frankness that, yes, I felt in my soul that after my death I would be able to obtain more from the Lord Jesus than at the present time. I will remember you, sister, before his throne. When I entered the neighboring dormitory to visit the sisters who were ill, one of them said to me, Sister, when you die, I will not fear you at all. Come to see me after you die, because I want to confide to you a secret concerning my soul, something I want you to settle for me with the Lord Jesus. I know you can obtain this from him. Because she was speaking in public, I answered her in this way. The Lord Jesus is very discreet, and so he never betrays to anyone a secret that is between him and the soul. O my Lord, thank you for conforming me to yourself through immolation. I see that this earthly vessel is beginning to crumble. I rejoice in this because soon I will be in my Father's house. Cross-reference John 14, 2. February 27, 1938. Today I went to confession to Father An Andrash. I did as Jesus wanted. After confession, a surge of light filled my soul. Then I heard a voice, Because you are a child, you shall remain close to my heart. Your simplicity is more pleasing to me than your mortifications. Faustina asked the Lord to help someone, probably Father Andras, to overcome all of the difficulties that he was facing. The Lord told her not to worry. There was no earthly obstacle that was too big for the Lord to overcome. Everything was in his hands. Faustina felt at peace after the reassurance. And then Faustina writes of receiving special graces when the chaplain brings her Holy Communion. She feels the presence of God and his holiness and her unworthiness. But Holy Communion and the penitential rite take care of venial sins. Jesus wants us to concentrate on him when we receive Holy Communion and to not get distracted by anything else, even thoughts of confession. Jesus asked Faustina to suffer to rescue some souls from hell. She offered herself. Her suffering was awful, as she described it in a very graphic way. Jesus supported her with his strength. The sufferings bring redemption, as Jesus' suffering on the cross did for us. Faustina promised to pray for a sister after her death, and then she visited another sick sister, and that one wanted her as a sort of a delegate to settle something with Jesus after her death, some sort of a secret. And Faustina told her that Jesus is very discreet. He works with each soul individually and doesn't need a go-between when it comes to secrets. He won't reveal a secret that he has between him and a soul. And then Faustina saw that her body was beginning to give way. She rejoiced that heaven was finally near. She received a special grace after confessing to Father Andras. Jesus told Faustina that her childlike simplicity 
was more pleasing to him than her mortifications and her sacrifices. He said this because she was obedient to him uh, by going to confession to Father Andras. She had been hesitant to do so at one time, thinking that Father Andras wouldn't understand what she was going through. But Jesus had reassured her that he gives special graces to her spiritual director to understand her soul. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have enjoyed this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help other people throughout the world find St. Faustina's Diary in a Year. Remember, Jesus promised St. Faustina in Diary number 1075, Souls who spread the honor of divine mercy are protected by God like an infant by a gentle mother. Please help us spread the message of divine mercy. Thank you, and God bless you. Visit shopmercy.org to order your copy of Divine Mercy in My Soul, the diary of St. Maria Faustina Kowalska. It's available in print in English, Spanish, and Polish, and in English as an ebook. Available now on shopmercy.org. Are you enjoying this podcast? I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content, which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit DivineMercyPlus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's DivineMercyPlus.org.